Shafee. Shafee, are you there? again on the hill country of Texas. The limestone turns from yellow to the pink of the sunset to the bone white of the moon. The stars are out as big as Texas itself. The birds have said goodnight and are in their bird homes far away from Bill the Landlord's bird feeder. For it is time for one magical hour of Matthew and Schaefer podcast spectacular. Here I sit behind my micro behind my microphone in my ivy covered cave, awaiting my friend. You know him, you love him. He's the pride of Tarzana, California, the proverbial man inside two garages. It's Matthew Rampy. Baby, you're a podcaster. Come on, say some absurd words. Make them go back at Al Rock as they download all the cat at the log. Little Katy Perry for that ass. Yes. Oh, you know who's going to be really excited about that? Who? Huge Katy Perry fan, Alex Battles. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Uh, he did an entire Katy Perry tribute concert Dude, in Brooklyn a year or two back. I, I have to say that the the things that Alex and I both like are so god dog similar. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Except country music. Big big exception. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm taking a firm stance. I don't like country music. <laughs> You're not going to change my mind. I don't care how many hootenannies you take me to in Long Island. I am not going to change my mind. Uh, okay. I'll give it to you. I'll let you have it. Uh, I don't believe it for a second, but I will let you have it. Okay. Okay. We That's a whole different podcast, I think. What time that's is diff- it? Off, off the top of your head, what time is it in Hyderabad? You know, I was thinking about the time difference the other day because we have been getting a lot of downloads at sort of strange times, like late in the day. Well, I mean, if the sun's going down here, the sun's going to be rising over there soon, right? Yeah, and, so and it's like India is on the exact opposite side of the globe from Texas. I mean, it, it would take a it would take a very simple internet search to just find out. We're recording right now at, at, at 9.30 in the evening. And what time is it in India? Siri, what time it's, is it? It's, it's 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's per- that's the perfect time to download a podcast for your rickshaw ride to work. Or I don't know. Our, uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to personally apologize to all of our Indian listeners. It appears that... <laughs> <laughs> My friend Matthew is 
stuck in a colonial novel of, uh, of uh, 200 years past. All I know <laughs> of all I know of India is Kipling, <laughs> which I think that's uh, I think that that's a lot of folks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Western folks might be the case. I I must admit, uh, Kipling was like helped me fall in love with India in my youth. Uh, and I, you know, I have not forgotten about Kipling. Of course, he is, he is problematic. Uh, I, I think he would be the first to admit. Uh, but he did. Because he was a romanticizer of the British Raj? I, uh, for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, I, I don't want to go into it. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's another podcast. We would... We would like to we would like to learn more about contemporary India, and if uh, if you'd like to tell Matthew how you get to work, uh, if, yeah, I mean, if 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 it is rickshaw, that would be very interesting to know more about. But I have a feeling that there's all sorts of ways that people get to work in the towns where in India where where we are downloaded, and we'd like to know more about it. So get at us, feedback at onemagicalhour.com. Love to hear from you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you tomorrow in our little time warp that's happening uh, that's happening here. Uh, well, I guess there's there's the time warp of the lag in between when we record it and when it's posted. And uh, and then there's... And the time warp of how you can listen to a podcast at any time of day. And, <laughs> but it is interesting to know that we have a a small army of fans 12 hours in the future from where we are now it's uh it's going to be useful when the when the time wars begin when we uh when we pop through the wormhole and uh and you know the the future uh the future becomes indistinguishable from the past and biology and technology become indistinguishable i'm talking about the singularity do you, you, you want to talk more about the singularity? Do you want to I, talk about the singularity? I do, but uh, but we have I have to prep for that. We can't. Okay. Well, that's we'll have I, a singularity. We'll do a singularity episode. Uh, I I thought this was just sort of some <laughs> light uh, post Renee interview <laughs> banter. We've we did we did we we had quite a run with like. He was from the J, and we were talking to who else did we talk to? We, we talked to Alex and Dickie about some serious financial business. We did indeed, yeah. We t- we talked to Renee. You know, I feel like we just need sort of a wrap up of what's been going on, and and I don't think that jumping into the singularity. At the front, uh, at the first of the show, I think I hear in about twenty minutes we could address that. Okay, let's let's see what let's see what happens. Uh, a ref, uh, a quick a quick uh, reference back to the uh, the GameStop interview. I spoke with Chuck, the bartender, today. He would like for everybody to know that he understands that it's that it, that it's a complicated thing, and you know he realizes it's not as simple as you know, as some big revolution starting. He just wanted me to make sure that everybody knows that he's just excited about 
a few, you know, the, the, the gang at Wall Street Bets just giving, just kind of giving the finger to the hedge funds. And that I understand completely. And I don't, and I don't think that's dangerous. And I think, uh, I think that that's fine. So um, Chuck the bartender was never at any point on trial. We love him very dearly. And, uh, and we think he's really cool also because he's punk rock and he has a Misfits tattoo. But it seems like everybody's kind of on trial here, right? <laughs> here on here on the show or in contemporary culture? Uh, both. Yeah. Both. I, I listen. I, it was a it was an antiquated reference to rickshaw. It would. It, I, I meant no. I meant nothing classist about it. I think. Uh, I think that's just. I think everybody forgives you, Matthew, and you certainly Good. shouldn't. Good. Uh, shouldn't carry around that with you like luggage. Okay, I'm dropping it right now. I was listening to us talk to Renee and that was so fun. And we we found, I found out, I learned so much in that interview. I learned that Renee is both a fun Dolly Parton lover and a churchgoer, which are not mutually exclusive, of course. Um, and then her, that her church is your belly, <laughs> or at least it was <laughs> at one time. And um, I learned about the South Fork, of course. And I learned, <clears throat> I finally, and I've been meaning to get around to this, but I finally learned how to pronounce Amagansett. And I'd like to use it in a sentence right now. Um, there's, a, there's a petition going around that has a transportation bond on it, but I'm not going to sign it because I'm against it. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> it's That's a little funny. like Professor Amiritis. Uh, I, I mean, I like some of the ideas, like I'm into light rail, but I don't think it takes enough out of money for highway, so I'm against it. Um, and then an, another thing that Renee <laughs> talked about that I had forgotten until I re-listened was that there's a Garth Brooks um, documentary, and I haven't seen this documentary, but her, uh, her and her crew were noticing that Garth Brooks does this hands thing when it's it's both light and dark, it's yin and yang, it's one hand facing forward and one hand facing backward. And I, I, in a way, I sort of think that should become the hunter-gatherer greeting, like <laughs> one magical hour. <laughs> I don't know. I think, it has, I think it has greater significance. And I loved her story about meeting Joe Biden. And at one point, she referred to him as a great American, and she really, she really put it in there, American. And I, I'm, I think she's probably done what I've done with the word bra, which is like you, you say something in an ironic fashion for so long that then it just kind of gets ingrained, and then you're just saying it. And people who you meet, who who hear you say it, they don't know that you started saying it in an ironic fashion. It's just become a part of your dialect. You know what I mean? Matthew, uh, do the do the Garth Brooks hand gesture again. Uh, for the uh oh is this can you take some are you taking pictures yeah i uh here it is like let me do it one more <laughs> all right i think i got it <laughs> um 
the listeners love it when we take time to do some screenshots. I, I, I'm sure that anybody in Hyderabad who is following our Facebook feed is enjoying the screenshots. Uh, I, we've been I getting some good ones. We've been getting some good ones. Um, I that, that is true. I just, uh, I just got together a bunch of screenshots and sent them to my dad because he's not on Facebook. So. Oh, nice. Uh, don't worry. Getting caught up. We also talked I, about cults. I love it that she brought up cults and <laughs> the, her current cult and and uh, <laughs> you were talking about Upstate as being the cradle of great American cults. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> that seems like that's a... Here, this is a message to uh, Professor <laughs> Producer Sensei Alex Battles. Let's do a cults episode. Can you workshop that? I... Uh, I had I had a, a college American history course, and I think one of the one of the lectures was called, you know, cradle cradle of cradle of uh, cults, something like that. It definitely stuck out. I was I was I stayed awake for that for that lecture. Oh, good, good, yes. Very very interesting stuff. Good. Can I tell you about some other interesting stuff? Absolutely. This is, and I feel like um, I feel like we don't have any of our our classic um, segments going tonight. So uh, this is. Oh, hey, robot. This is where I give everybody an update on my bathroom remodel. This is that segment. So there needed to be some carpentry done to complete the bathroom remodel. When you walked into the bathroom and in the past, there was like a cabinet just to your right. But it was really not very useful because the cabinets were so goddog deep, right? Like you would just sort of lose stuff at the back of it. And we decided to turn that area into just kind of like a, a closet with shelving inside, right? But that has to be all built. And uh, I was talking to our good buddy Ike recently and was like, hey, if any of the Blue Sky Boys have some, you've got some slow days, let me get a hold of one of those guys. And he so he lended me, friend of the show, Texocity archetype, Brian Kroll for a few days here. Brian Kroll, 100% Texocity. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, he's um, probably, Brian's probably more like 105% or whatever. I love it when people say 1,000%. <laughs> so Brian's been over here the last couple of days, and the first step in this was like building kind of a cabinet structure with shelving that would like uh, fit into that space. Mm-hmm. But it's... You know, it, it's kind of a big space, and it seemed untenable to build the cabinet outside of it and bring it into the bathroom. So it was decided that the cabinet would be fabricated in pieces, which was basically just like two sides and then the shelves holding them together yeah. inside the bathroom. So we we did all the planning. Brian did the fabricating. We we brought everything we got it all pre-prepped brought it into the bathroom put it together and as we started to slide it into the space 
we shouldn't we realized it was a tight fit it was pretty tight <laughs> in fact we had to take out the the light switches on the right hand side of the cabinet we had to we had to cut the power and take out the light switches because we needed that much more space <laughs> just to get this bad boy of a cabinet into the into the little holler in which it was going it was a tight fit yeah it was a it was a very tight fit and um it did worked you, out did you use a rubber mallet at any point <sighs> we we started we started with a rubber mallet but that wasn't really getting the blunt force trauma needed it turned into like holding another piece of plywood against the plywood side and using oh, yeah. a hammer and hitting that many Classic many move. times and we we were moving it about i'm going to say this in uh the metric system and i'm i'm sure i'm going to lose all a lot of my texosity in this but we were going about five centimeters per 20 bangs. <laughs> I totally know what you're talking and about. And we were sort of moving, we were sort of moving up and down Perfectly. both sides. I, I, I will say this, that we, we knew that the space kind of opened up at the back. So there was definitely sort of an entrance issue <laughs> that we were getting over. And uh, anyway, it all worked out. We both, Brian and I were both very concerned momentarily, but uh, it's turning into a real closet space there. And I, I only um, went into that story because I've heard that people really enjoy the minutia of my bathroom remodel. So, uh, so enjoy, hunter-gatherers. And of course, it would have been easier if there had been you know, that half a centimeter left and, you know, that everything had just slid right in. But isn't it satisfying to just get it in there just perfectly like that? <laughs> it, it is, but there is that moment where hindsight, you think, I, I could have made this a, a, a pinch narrower. <laughs> um, I think it's all going to work out, though. Thanks to Brian Kroll and all his carpentry savvy i saw brian kroll for happy hour today uh and he told me a very similar story and oh got, you'd already heard the story he, well yeah he but he was dude spoiler uh, he was putting it all on himself though he said you know i thought that i i thought that i oh no it was story. all on him did my story did An it make extra, it seem like it wasn't on him because it no, was it, <laughs> you didn't really you didn't really assign blame there okay. uh, but 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 kroll certainly did uh, and he said, you know, he said he was pretty sure that he left the half a centimeter in there, but uh, then I guess he found out, he found out that he didn't. Say la vie. Uh, but yeah, Shell got it in there, and that's uh, that's that's uh, that's what matters. So that's the exciting tale that I have, Schaefer. I'm turning Hi. the I'm turning the show off. Wait. I'm turning the show over to you now. I would like to tell you guys about an exciting thing that uh, that one magical hour alumni uh, alumnus, sorry, Ben Murphy is up to. And uh, as as you guys know him, 
Uh, you love him. Ben Murphy of <laughs> Blue Radiates fame. Currently of Mexico City. Yeah, of Blue Radiates fame. Uh, <laughs> the guy playing Stravinsky. It's so funny. I was thinking about that story. You know, uh, you know he he opened the door to his dorm room and put on Rite of String by Stravinsky, Rite of Sp- Spring by Stravinsky, just to see who would walk in. Of course, it was me. You know, we we're a couple of of pretentious, you know, <laughs> artistic sort of fellows. Artists, and, uh, just yeah. a couple of artists. And we did we did bond immediately. Uh, but there was another. And separate, Ben didn't show up for this, but we had a floor meeting hosted by our RA, and, you were, and it was just kind of a meet and greet. You were supposed to bring something that was important to you. And, uh, and I brought this little sticker that my sister had made that I brought, and I, like, I talked about um, you know, how I was going to miss my sister a lot uh, back in Texas. And I didn't even think about this, but it, it caused like half of the girls on my floor immediately fall in love with me. Um, that was not, that was not planned. I wish I could say I was that smart, but I'm not. Away. Uh, but a, uh, a tall, pale figure with long, wispy brown hair stood up and he said, and he held up a picture of William S. Burroughs and he said, if you know who this is, come find me. We'll have things to talk about. And, uh, <laughs> so kind of, kind of very similar to the Rite of Spring thing. That's how I met my other best best friend still a best friend to this day john cotter and he's the guy that i uh, collaborate on poems with and uh he's got we're gonna get him on soon because he has a memoir he lost most of his hearing uh i guess gosh about 10 years ago now and uh and they don't you know they don't know why they've done lots of tests um he was completely deaf for a long time uh and now They've, they've kind of had some breakthroughs and he has these very super high-end hearing aids that allow him to have more or less a normal conversation. So that's cool. But uh, he wrote a memoir about it and it was just picked up by Copper Canyon Press, a very, uh, a very cool, very prestigious press. Uh, so super, super excited for him. Uh, and we'll look forward to, we'll definitely have him on here. Also, I'm very much looking forward to reading that book. Where does he live these days? He's in Denver, Colorado. Uh, okay. He's a he knows uh, he knows Matthias quite well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Also, another friend of ours is named uh, Summer Browning. Uh, she's a poet out there in Denver. She's just she's someone else. That we absolutely need to get on the show. I don't. This is how, it's the only point of that story. It, it okay. must be terrifying for these people to hear their name called on the podcast. <laughs> and, you know, think about what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> okay, folks, I've got it here now. Uh, Benjamin Adair Murphy's next musical project uh, is called Old Chords, and he's a. Uh, it's a collection of five songs. Uh, recorded pre-COVID, um, and he's, uh, it's a, uh, they're more, uh, you know, in the country, uh, country folk uh, vein. Oh, man. And uh, he started a Kickstarter for it. 
So he's looking to raise $1,200. He's at $216, and that'll, uh, that'll fund his next collection of music. So I am going to uh, put that on the One Magical Hour website so that anybody who wants to participate can, can do so. And uh, we'll probably have him back on again soon to talk about that project. Uh, that seems like, that seems like such a great cause. Oh, I, I would love to talk to Ben Murphy again soon, anytime. But I mean, you know, we were talking about how all those redditors were like sticking it to the man with their money. You know, like what if everybody just like banded together and like paid for art again? <laughs> you know, yeah. Let's, let's support art, shall we? <laughs> instead of just sticking it to those hedge fund guys maybe we can do both i don't know we definitely They've, we definitely can we can do both. there was a lot of talk today on the uh nprs about um you know stock prices and how you know it's coming back down again but boy boy those were heady times the last couple of weeks right oh also, you know what? Uh, February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Today is Ben Murphy's birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. Happy birthday. How funny. Uh, Happy so, birthday yeah. whenever you hear this, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Any more procedural details here, Shafi? Uh, procedural details. Uh... Did you notice that I used the word Balrog in my um, pod, in my song parody today? I did. I, I, I rhymed Balrog with catalog, which I don't actually think rhymes. Now that I'm... <laughs> Go ahead. You, you're not familiar with about the Balrog? He's, a, he's like a fictional monster from J.R.L. Tolkien's Middle Earth. Yeah, I got to tell you, I honestly thought maybe that was just in the Katy Perry song. <laughs> no, but, no. I, substitu I substituted it. But wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Katy Perry would reach like Zeppelin levels in my mind if that was the truth. So refresh. Okay. So remember when they're in the mines of Moria, it's like right at the end of Fellowship of the Ring. No, I, yeah, I remember. It was, I mean, just refresh my, refresh my memory on the, on the lyric, the two lyrics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the Baby, you're a podcaster. Come on, say some absurd words. Make them go Balrog as they download all the catalog. And the listeners are thinking, I could have just rewound the podcast if I had wanted to hear that again, <laughs> Jafee. <laughs> no, I really, I wanted to hear. So, you know, you're making the, the making, we're making our listeners monsters with our massive catalog. I, now, I think that you're reading too much into it there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just using Balrog as like an onomatopoeia for the part of the song where they go, she goes, she goes, because baby, you're firework. Come on, show them what you're worth. Make them go, ah, 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 as in like, you know, fireworks are exciting and so i just changed it to bat this is a real look into the th thought process behind a song parody isn't it uh <laughs> make him go bow rock 
I can see on your face that this I've lost you here. And um, there's, I love, I love it that you read the words of the parody, or we were talking about the words of the parody, and you were trying to ascribe meaning to them. Um, I, I'm really just going for sounds that are similar, <laughs> and if it has meaning, sure. But yeah, well, I'd like to make them little monsters, just like Lady Gaga and her little monsters. Yeah. Hunter Hunter Gatherers, if they listen to enough of our catalog, become mighty like monsters. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, but wait, I, I just I have a vision here and feel free to to decry this and debunk it straight away. Okay. What if the next evolution of what if we're talking about hunter gatherers as like an early stage of our listenership? What if the next revolution for them is not agriculture? It's becoming monsters. What if humanity had just turned into zombies? What if, what if the what if it, physical revolution? Yeah. What if it went from uh, <laughs> uh, hom- hominids who who forage for their food straight to zombie? It t- it seems like it's taken us a long time to get to zombie. Talking about some sort of evolutionary singularity. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we all change. Yeah, you brought that back around. Are you uh, wanting? Are you wanting? Did, go I ahead. Did, can I get a breaking news beat? Yeah, I I reserve this one especially for the breaking news tonight. Uh, field correspondent Schaefer Hall bringing you some breaking news. Is this? Uh, I believe it is. Yes. In, in Canada, in London, Ontario, dateline January 27th, a Canadian man with a love for spicy food broke a Guinness World Record by eating, okay, before, before I tell you how many, what do you think, what do you think gave him the Guinness World Record for eating Carolina Reaper chili peppers? In under 10 seconds, how many do you think he ate to get the world record? In under 10 seconds? Yeah. I don't know how big those peppers are. They're about the size of your thumb. My thumb is huge. Um, <laughs> I. They're smaller than a jalapeno. 75. Uh, 75 is my over-under. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I would have been with you. I would have been. I would have been going for a very high number. No, uh, broke the Guinness World Record by eating three Carolina Reaper chili peppers. Oh man! In under ten seconds. Oh man, that! And, and then he went to the hospital where he has universal health care, <laughs> yes. and uh, also a Canadian man oh, yeah. eating some kind of chili head. Okay. Uh, there's a video. I'll put it on. I'll put it on the Facebook page. Uh, the rules require that each pepper weigh at least 0.18 ounces. I've seen uh, some videos of people consuming like ghost peppers and stuff, and then really begging to go to the hospital. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've had just a tiny little bit of ghost pepper sauce and had trouble recovering from it. So <laughs> did you know that a 
gang of six have been detained, arrested for <laughs> changing the Hollywood sign <laughs> to read Holly Boob. <laughs> no, who are these American heroes? They were, they were, they were, they said they were doing it uh, for, uh, for breast cancer awareness. One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. <laughs> Hollywood sign temporarily reads Holly boob. I love that. Five men and one woman. I, th- I threw think a that- tarp bearing a giant letter B over the W and added a dash to the final D to make it look like a second B. I think it would, that was our unofficial news cruise. We didn't get the theme in, but we did have the uh, breaking news beat. Yeah. Exciting and I feel like there's things on the show sheet that just keep get pu- getting pushed to future uh, shows. Yeah, what'd you have? Well, we've got cults, right? Yeah. And we've got... This one, we're going to wrap this up right now, which everybody's like, whew. Um, but, but Alex has asked us to talk more about art. And yeah. I, keep, I keep putting that on there, and it keeps moving. And then there's still the hair brushing <laughs> song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is good news. This is good news is that we have content for days and days. Remember when the Simpsons would do those montages where they would prove they would have content well into the future? <laughs> I, uh, That's us. That's one magical hour. I have a great deal of faith. I was talking with my pops um, about about how yeah it doesn't we we sometimes wonder to ourselves are we going to run out of content but it doesn't seem like as long as we have the alex battles is and the uh and the uh jeff jackson's the cats the sister gracie's well it's just like you said it's a community yeah there's there's whole whole lives out there whole lives to explore and uh, I can't wait to explore each and every one of them. Uh, and if you'd like to participate, we would love to have you. Uh, very quickly, you can go from hunter-gatherer, super fan, to producer, am I right? Yeah, then- to, it, it, for, it's interviewee, uh, super fan, interviewee. Wait, 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 stop, stop. It's interviewee, <laughs> then you become a listener, then you become a fan. <laughs> <laughs> some of our, some we're, we're, we're picking up listeners one at a time by interviewing people and then they're like oh this is fun I'll listen um, but we're, we're going to get to all these topics sooner than I, I will I, my one not fear about the podcast the thing that I am least fearful about the podcast and it's a long list but the thing that the lowest one on the list is that we're going to run out of content and i'm not i'm really not concerned about that but that's just my hubris as a as a silver-faced ape (laughs) you know like i'm i just know that i'm gonna keep having interesting things to talk about but it's because i know you and you're plugged into this great community of people and my naive wonderment about the world is super entertaining to people. 
Hey, Shafee. <laughs> hey, Shafee, I've got another question that I probably should have asked Gorgle. Yes, sir. Oh, no. Not oh, just yeah. now. That was just an example of my naive wonderment. You're doing the bit. Look, we're just a couple of podcasting hippies. We want your listens. You need to, this is really, I've come to the most important part of the show. We need some more reviews on Apple Podcasts. So yeah. I, we, we know you're listening. Help us. Help. We, we know you're out there. We know you're listening. Uh, just, I, wanted to, I wanted to say hello. We hadn't said hello in a while to Travis Hagedorn on his 50-minute commute, 45-minute commute. So I hope, I hope he hasn't given up on us because we're constantly running longer than his commute. You, you think that would be a, a deal breaker? I don't think so. I think he probably just saves it for the afternoon when he gets up. Look, we know you're out there in uh, Andhra Pradesh and Maharashtra and Gujarat. We know you're out there in Rajasthan, Kerala, Tamil Nadu. the, The economics of small things that I'm going to read and discuss with you guys by uh, Sudipta Saran. Um, so you have, you have my word that I'm going to, um, I'm going to up, upgrade my knowledge of economics, Indian economics and Indian sociology. Uh, so watch out, watch out world. I'm going to be living in an ashram and, like sooner than later, I think. I, uh, I'm going to be right there with you, buddy. Yeah. We're, we're going to be uh, keeping each other up at night with our snoring. Next to each other in, the, in that ashram. Uh, I wanted to briefly uh, call back to Alex's question about art. He would like to just discuss more art. Uh, something that's exciting is we have a whole slew of new questions from Jeff. We just got an email full of uh, wonderful questions from Jeff. And some of them are very, uh, very, very heavy questions about art. So we need to find a way to... Let's do that on Thursday. Okay. Let's tackle those cues from the J. We'll have a cues from the J second episode or third episode now. Uh, we, had one, we had one without him. We had one with him. Now we'll go another without. We'll go back and forth and we'll address those. That sound good? We'll call it Art Thursday. You heard it here, folks. We'll call it Thart. Did you want to... I have a poem here. Would you be interested in a poetry corner? Yeah, let's do a poetry corner, and then we'll let these people go about their business. Go about their their day. We love love each and every one of you. Uh, And we love our friend Brendan Lorber, who wrote this poem called oh wait wait you're doing a brendan lorber poem i am indeed oh he's on my top three too oh. <laughs> Go. protocol and deviance uncontrolled weeping is awesome and i'm ready for that song through the wall that means the neighbors are having sex syllogisms are reassuring just as drinking buddies later become peeing buddies The world is too much in our face, but our face is turned from it. 
We are the Scorsese of inwardly directed charm, an hour-long supercut of lecherous sea lions failing to deal the seal is always available. Get esteem ahead in the kissing booth with the missing tooth and cranberry muffin top of our misdeeds, ambient fingernail soundtrack for a sprint past the bride's head revisited of are not my problems and a sequel on mute. We can totally fail to stretch to after I'm told time has neighborhoods just like cities or classic rock albums and their euphemisms for toxic byproducts of this way of life that we can't eradicate for our way is actually the byproduct of the poison yet we sleep well in the neighborhoods past that where every night another dolphin's trapped in my dream catcher i have only this one floral technique with which to enter tomorrow and love you anew despite the updates i break myself an alarm mistakenly set for saturday perversion of imperfect worship as the result of being nuts rather than its cause though origins come first they're all out when we step in i love that <laughs> seal hands failing to deal the seal <laughs> brendan larver brendan larver is is as delightful uh, in person as he is uh, as he is on the page. So many layers to a Lorber poem. Oh yeah. Oh man. He's, he's a smart cookie, that guy. Yep. All right. Well, we love you. Love Everyone you very much. Hunter gatherers. Tell your friends, review us on Apple podcasts. Word of mouth folks. That's what it's all about. Go out there make some poor choices. No, don't. Take care of yourself. We love you. But the poor the choices. One, two, one, two, three, four. Dear sir, I'm writing about a problem that I got. It's a little southern girl and she's really, really hot. But my apartment is so damn cold. Cause the radiator's busted and the windows roll. Now you know I'm from Cleveland, so I don't mind the chill. But to an Atlanta Braves fan, it's such a bitter pill. Now if we could go to her place, I guess it would defy. The only problem is I think her boyfriend was mine. Please, Mr. Sandberg, turn up the heat. I can't go another day without my sweet girl from Georgia. I sure hope that she does not roll. If my house is not as warm as her ancestral home. sparkling blue but she finds it hard to love me with her toes that color too man to man there's one more thing that i'll tell you with a wink when it's cold in my apartment certain things tend to shrink now some sort of thermodynamic catch 22 i can't get heat from her if i can't get heat from you She's been a pretty good girl, yes, yeah, she's never been a brat. So please, Mr. Sandberg, won't you crank that third stand? Please, Mr. Sandberg, turn up the heat. I can't go another day without my sweet girl 
Coming from Georgia, I sure hope that she does not roam. If my house is not as warm as her ancestral home. Please, Mrs. Sandberg, turn up the heat. I can't go another day without my sweet girl from Georgia. I sure hope that she does not roam. If my house is 